1: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday
2: mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
1: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, and what a crazy day in the NFL. It was yesterday. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What up, What's, baby? Happening? What's
3: happening? What's happening?
1: What's, happening? What's, What's happening? happening? What's happening? I found it hilarious yesterday that Aaron Rodgers... Finally, he's back. His decision is public. It's his big day. All eyes on Russell Wilson. <laughs> because Russell Wilson got traded. It was nuts. Rogers back to the pack. Russell Wilson traded to the team that Aaron Rodgers had been linked to at least through rumors and speculation for a year now. What's the bigger deal, Jay? What's the bigger deal? Rodgers
2: returning to the Packers or Russell Wilson being traded from Seattle to Denver? So it's easy to make an argument for Russell Wilson. But I got to tell you, as somebody that has been invested on a daily basis with the Aaron Rodgers saga, it kind of, and I'm all for people getting their money. I'm glad he's the highest paid quarterback in the history of the NFL. Congratulations to Aaron Rodgers and his bank account. But how he went about doing it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Just the manipulation, the holding the franchise hostage to a degree. They got everything they wanted, but at the same time, just the process. And everybody's saying he's back. I'm like, well, he still had one more year left on his deal. So just the precedence it sets. Hey, look, if you're a top player, obviously Aaron Rodgers, one of the best players the game has ever seen. But if you're a top player and you have a couple more years left on your deal and you don't like what you're doing – just forced their hand.
1: Jay uh, Rogers tweeted yesterday, and initially I thought, man, he couldn't take the attention Russell Wilson's getting. But he did clear something up that you just said because it was reported the way you described it early. He said, "Hey, everyone, just wanted to clear some things up. Yes, I will be playing with the Packers next year. However, reports about me signing a contract are inaccurate, and and as are the supposed terms of the contract I quote signed. I'm very excited to be back. You know, flex arm." Hashtag year 18 and heart. That was okay. important at the end, those those emojis <laughs> and stuff. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been the same. Key, what about you? What is the bigger deal? Rodgers doing the thing that you thought he'd do, going back to the Packers all along, right? Or Russell yeah. Wilson switching, con- you know, by the way, NFC West to the AFC West. Those are two brutal conferences, right? What's the bigger deal? I think it's uh, Russell Wilson for sure. Aaron Rodgers, like you said, I
3: knew he was going back when we first – start having this conversation September, October, I had already, you know, forecast he's going back, you know, anything, it, it, you know, especially if they won the Super Bowl. So let's get that out the way. The Russell Wilson deal is very impactful, not just to the Denver Broncos, but the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle got a haul. You're talking about two number ones. You're talking about some other picks, three players. It's, it's going to reshape the, the uh, Seattle Seahawks roster for sure. They got enough picks to go out there and do whatever they want to do now to build for the future. When you talk about what they gave up, Russell Wilson, a fourth-round pick in return, they get two, two second-round picks, two first-round picks, and a fifth-round pick. They get Noah Fat Drew Locke, and Shelby Harrison. That's a lot. That is one of the bigger deals that I've seen in the history of the NFL. It reminds me a lot of the Herschel Walker deal.
1: So you know, I thought Herschel Walker too. Although Herschel Walker was an even bigger deal, and it was ruinous for them. By the way, they gave up like I want to say it was like five firsts. It was something stupid, right? All right. And <laughs> you remember what I think it was? Dick said at the time, he's like, I don't know, those draft picks don't even play. But this dude's gonna. know <laughs> didn't work out that way. Um, everyone assumed that the Broncos went after Russell Wilson when Roger decided to return to the Packers. That's what I thought. I talked to Adam Schefter about this on this just in yesterday, 2 p.m. Eastern ESPN, but it is time for some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless because Adam Schefter said this on Sports Center, among other places. The Denver Broncos didn't have a single trade conversation with the Green Bay Packers this offseason regarding Aaron Rodgers, but they've had multiple significant conversations with the Seattle Seahawks regarding Russell Wilson. And those talks have been going on for a couple of weeks now. This was the quarterback that Denver was targeting. And so in the end, I don't think that even if Aaron Rodgers had decided, I want to go to Denver, I don't know that that was going to be an option here because Denver was moving down the road with Seattle. Let's table whether we believe Denver, (laughs) that they weren't targeting Aaron Rodgers and this wasn't a contingency plan. Let's just table that for a sec, Key, because the big question is this for you. Does Russell Wilson make the Broncos a Super Bowl contender?
3: I'm glad you said Super Bowl contender versus better. Uh, he certainly makes them better. I don't believe he makes them a Super Bowl contender. Uh, a lot of things has to happen, right? You, 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 People automatically assume because Peyton Manning was able to win a Super Bowl his second year, uh, second time around in Denver, that this is going to happen for – Uh, Russell Wilson, that defense was ridiculous. That defense carried the Denver Broncos to the Super Bowl that particular year. I think Russell Wilson in this division that finished, this team finished fourth last year. If they don't finish first or second and make it to the playoffs,
1: I, I think this deal is trash for the Denver Broncos. Well, they gave up a lot for him, Jay. They gave up the, you know, and by the way, Dan Graziano, and I were talking about this on set yesterday during commercial breaks, and we didn't really – I mean, it was so jam-packed with news. Kind of careful what you wish for, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Russell Wilson – and everyone points a lot about, like, you know, Marshawn Lynch should have gotten the ball at the goal line in the Super Bowl, and Russell Wilson wanted to be the guy, and they wanted to, to, you know – Absolutely. justify the contract. But Russell Wilson's now going to have a chance to be with Aaron Rodgers, old coach, offensive coordinator – and you would assume a pass happy
2: system, and does you know he's like this is it? This is like a prove it thing for Russell Wilson. You guys don't think it at least makes him a contender? Like, and I know the AFC is I do loaded. I think it makes him a contender. Now I, I'm not saying they're high on a probability list of you know being better than Kansas City or being better than Buffalo, or, but it puts him in that conversation. Especially if you watch, you no, know, like I'm Joe Burrow has had an incredible year. But if you're watching what happened in Cincy, like that's not that can't be re- that can't be repeatable to a degree. in what's happening with it's Denver more, right now? It's I more similar. It
1: I don't think it's similar to Cincy. I think it's similar to the Rams, right? Like, well, you no, I'm got, not
2: saying the situation, but I'm saying no. if Cincinnati's a team can get there, yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, you yeah, don't think that yeah. Denver could get there? But so could the Raiders. No, like well, you could. Well, play. so you know? could
3: and So could the New York Jets and the Carolina Panthers? No, 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 no not the no, Jets and the Panthers. No, 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 they all no, can get there. No, they're not there though. No, there is no stop. Can yeah, you take look, it back? Well, don't, weeks do you know, don't, don't, don't do that to
4: Evan. Don't put the Jets in the same he conversation. Just he just said it. Zach Wilson has a better chance than Russell Wilson to go to the Super Bowl. I heard it here first.
1: Between the Wilsons.
4: <laughs>
3: well, well, look. It's just a, a week, a, a couple weeks ago, we had a guy named Mark Slarath on this show. Mm-hmm. And Mark Slareth is on the ground in Denver. He, he knows the Denver Broncos in and out. He said to us, if Aaron Rodgers was to join this team, They're not a Super Bowl team. Now they got rid of Noah Fant, one of the better tight ends for them. They've got rid of draft picks. They added Russell Wilson. So if he thinks, and I thought at that time that Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to take him to the Super Bowl, now why the hell would I think that? Russell Wilson is taking them to the Super Bowl. Well, I
1: mean, coaching. Look, Lafleur took over a McCarthy team that was really dead in the water. They were not really advancing in the playoffs. They like that had ended. Right, Lafleur took over. They, but okay, but they win 13 games a season. They just, they just had the bye in the NFC. Not his fault that Aaron Rodgers couldn't make plays down the stretch. Max.
2: Yeah,
3: 13 wins in a division that you could play quarterback in. This is (laughs) a different division. It is a. I, Different
2: I, division. I hear what everybody's. I'm just saying it definitely increases their odds, though, <laughs> compared to I mean, where Vegas they were. Think, Vegas, Vegas thinks
3: Vegas thinks Vegas thinks it increases their odds. I'm just telling you from a from an eyeball standpoint and a test that I'm looking at when I watch their team and the players that they have on the offensive side of the ball, they're not better than the Chargers. They're not better than Kansas City. Oh, by the way, Kansas City, I'm sure, is going to do some things in free agency. But now well they got the a shot, Key.
1: Key, the difference is – I hear what you're saying. I agree. I put Kansas City one, Chargers and Broncos duking it out for two, right? Like, And then the Raiders and any of those teams could pop. But that includes the Broncos now. Broncos could pop up. They could stick their head up now too, whereas – they didn't really have a chance before this. Now
2: they have a fighting I, chance. I don't know.
3: I don't know that they do, though, Max. I really don't know. that They don't, they don't have a do fighting chance? chance.
2: I can't believe you put them in the same bucket as the Jets and the Panthers. I can. Ugh.
3: Hey, hey, Ugh. you said you said can they beat Cincinnati? Everybody can beat Cincinnati.
1: I said, does Wilson make them contenders? He said, Zach Wilson? Uh, yeah, maybe. I <laughs> 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 Zach maybe, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I got to think about it. Straight Talk Wire. Listen, no contract, no compromise. Oh, my God, there's so much going on. For the last year, it's been, oh, my, the the circus around Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. How long will he actually stay in Green Bay? G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast.
4: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Keyshawn J. Willimax, ESPN Radio. Aaron Rodgers returns. And the Packers are happy. Happy, happy. (laughs) That's not how it goes. Pat McAfee.
3: I don't know how it goes. (laughs) What?
1: Pat McAfee reports that around 11 a.m., He reports the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Then it starts to get reported that Rodgers is going to get four years, $200 million in an extension with $153 million guaranteed. A little later in the morning, Russell Wilson gets traded to the Broncos, and all the attention goes from Aaron Rodgers. This is Aaron Rodgers' big day. All of a sudden, oh, no, who? Aaron who? Russell Wilson got traded. Like, had Rodgers decided he wanted to leave and a trade would have been consummated? Russell Wilson couldn't steal his thunder. But the fact that he went back, so nothing's changing, hmm. and Russell Wilson actually was on the move, it was a rap. Russell Wilson was leading every show. So then Rodgers tweets, and you can see it one of two ways. Is he clearing up misinformation out there, or can he just not take the fact that his big day is overshadowed by Russell Wilson? Quote, "Hey everyone, or maybe that's an unfair <laughs> characterization of Aaron Rodgers and and you know, it's he was going to announce today anyway, and he just wants to clear it up. Hey, everyone, just wanted to clear some things up. Yes, I will be playing with the Packers next year. However, reports about me signing a contract are inaccurate, as are the supposed terms of the contract I signed. "Quote unquote." I'm very excited to be back. #Hashtag Year18 and a heart emoji, and also a, a flex uh, a bicep. Flex, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, Strength and love.
3: So wait, but get do you think get out in front of it if I'm Aaron Rodgers though?
1: What's that? Why not? I said he got out in front of it. Why not? No, it's just it was interesting to me that as all the shows were leading with Russell Wilson, he put something out there that, of course, is going to get covered. Yeah. Do you like it seems to me sometimes I'm like, that's an unfair characterization. You don't know what's going on with that guy, et cetera, et cetera. But I've observed for years now and I've come to the conclusion And I could be wrong, but it is my sense that he really does like the attention.
3: <laughs> now, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's the case, but whatever, man. Yeah, I you might know. be wrong. I might be wrong. This is
1: how I. You put, might you be know. right yeah. too. Yeah, right. Keyshawn J. Max presented by Progressive Insurance. So here's the thing. I was asking Graziano, Dan Graziano, about this on this Justin yesterday. <laughs> he, I don't know if you're aware of this Justin, fantastic show on ESPN, what two p.m. Eastern. Oh, okay, Handsome yeah, host. Yeah. So. So And Graz was saying, I was like, I just get the feeling Rodgers loves the attention and he's going to put us through this again next year. But if he is going to sign a big deal and they're going to need him to do something with his contract he, in order to get under the cap and get relief and he wants the money, I'm sure. And So how does he do it? Graz said there's a way to structure the contracts where you don't have to pay back any of the bonus that you've received. So here's the threat for Rodgers. He can always threaten retirement. And, and use that as leverage to get what he wants. Okay, you're going to get nothing for me, or you can trade me and get a lot for me. And, Key, the reason that's interesting to me is because Pat McAfee tweeted out after the initial tweets, that been, hey, retirement was a real option. So Rodgers is putting it out there already, the threat of retirement. You see what I'm saying?
3: I, I, I appreciate Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers working together on Getting their story out there, but Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to retire, man. Of course I, not. Th- no. th- 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 I, I appreciate that. I appreciate them saying it was a it was a real threat. Of course, it was a real threat. Hey, I may retire. You know how many athletes say that? Hey, I may not play and come back next year in the middle of my career. Sure,
2: buddy. Absolutely. But, but, but key, it feels like that was. It's a precursor in a way, right, Max? Like it's almost, hey. I'm just saying. You know, this was already in my mind. So as we move further down the line, down the year, if something goes wrong, I could utilize that thought once again to use it as plant leverage. the seeds. One but million. It's too saved. late. It's too late, though. Now
3: he can't do. He can't repeat the same things that he's done over the last 12 months. He, I it, think it, it was worky. Key.
1: key. He, I he think it, it would work.
3: It. Can't do it. It, it, would, it would destroy him. We, we've already given him enough. Uh, Runway to do what he needed to do. This playing games right now is too late. You know, it, you, it, it really gee, is. you know
1: what? I, I sometimes do because it's like it's it's hard to to sometimes make decisions when you don't put yourself in that situation. Right? Put yourself in the situation where it's a year from now. Rogers is has been saying for the last two months, "I think I'm going to retire." You know, we're going to cover it. You know we're going to get into it, and it's just like when they promote a big fight. Sometimes you know it's a mismatch going in, and it's not, but you become part of it because as a member of the media, you're going to have to do some of the pre-promotion, you know, coverage of it, and in doing that, you sit with it for a long time. You think about it. You come up with angles on it. Before you know it, you've half bought into it. I think that if he threatens retirement, it'll get covered, and we'll talk ourselves halfway into it, or in your case, maybe 10% into it, right? Right.
2: I, I so think it's, turns, I think it'd be a thing. He turns into he a Brett Favre 2.0, essentially. Like it's a repeatable situation for another Green Bay quarterback to sit there and say, "Now I'm half in, half out." I see. I don't. I, see K, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers wants that to be his legacy when it's all said and done. Which part? The part where it becomes similar to Brett <laughs> Favre, on the half in, half out kind of scenario. And what it's a whole presentation that Max is giving. He, I've now.
1: been I've been wrong a lot in my life. I could be wrong about this easily. Everyone has, and I am a, you know everyone is wrong a lot, and and especially predicting the future. I could be wrong, and time will tell. I just get the feeling we're not done with this circus.
3: Yeah, I, I think you are. He's going to have to sign a long term deal, number one, because of the salary cap, and they have to get under a certain cap by a certain time to sign certain players. He. <laughs> He can structure his deal where he'll still be able to get all his money. Graziano, Graziani is right by that, no question about it. Dan knows what he's talking about as far as that goes. He's not signing a one-year deal. So whether they, get, whether they put in there that he doesn't have to return the signing bonus back or whatever the case is, he will have a long-term deal with the Green Bay Packers longer than just the 2022 season.
1: And one that I believe, and we'll find out details in the coming days, right? I believe – will leave leverage for him. Which, by the way, I'm not blaming him for that. It's smart to keep some leverage. But I believe the way it's structured, when we're done analyzing it and our, and our people are done analyzing it, we'll be like, ooh, he still has some leverage here. He says Russell Wilson doesn't make the Broncos a Super Bowl contender. But does Aaron Rodgers going back to the pack make them one? g J-Will, and Max, the podcast. So, Key, is that right? This is Super Bowl or bust?
3: Every single year Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback for the Green Bay Packers is Super Bowl or bust. Uh, a lot of busts. This is the same team that's coming back from two years ago to NFC Championship, a year ago NFC Championship, and the number one seed this past season. Um, and if they don't get there, Swagoo, Marcus Spears is 100% correct. It's all or nothing, buddy. You did a whole lot to get there back to Green Bay when you didn't necessarily need to. You put a lot of pressure on yourself. Now you got to deliver.
2: I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I know that people can make the case about him being, you know, supposedly the highest-paid quarterback in the history of the league. But, like, it's the same pressure it always is for Aaron Rodgers. Like, what, there's something additive just because now he's paid. Like, his talent has always warranted the price tag that comes along with him. And we've often talked about on this show multiple times, well, it's about the marketplace and what the marketplace dictates that you get. And Aaron just forced the marketplace's hand. right? But the pressure still feels the same to me. I got to say, I think I'm
3: – It's not even about the money, Jay. It's about what, is... what he's done over the last couple of years in terms of in and out, in and out, playing games, causing problems, wanting the team to do what he says they need to do. You did all of that.
2: Now you got to deliver. I, Key, I, 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 I'm with you. But it feels like every year he has to deliver. And I, I'm not making excuses for it. I mean, I started off the show saying, look, I was tired of all the Aaron Rodgers drama that came along with it. But, you know, you bring up the point, Max, the other day that you – I forget who you heard it from, but you say it crystallized it for you considering everything that happened with Brett Favre and the way the Green Bay Packers – Chris Canty. Chris Canty kind of treated him down the stretch with the half and half out. He wanted to secure the back for himself.
1: Yeah, he wanted to control his own C- – Canty's point was he wanted to – he saw what happened at the end of Favre. He's like, No. I'll decide my fate. Green Bay won't. I'll be the decider. And he was. But you know what's interesting to me as you guys are talking about this? Like, there's no doubt. With Aaron Rodgers, you get more bites at the apple than with another dude, right? And that's really you're trying to stack the deck in your favor. Tom Brady, to me, and I'm fascinated by when our perceptions of reality change and we're not even aware of it. Tom Brady, I think, changed at least my perception of the NFL. Because I always felt like, by the time you get to a certain level, a lot of things have to go your way. It's you got to kind of get lucky, you know? And Rodgers maybe gets a little unlucky, but you're always going to be there. You're going to win double digits. You're going to advance in the playoffs. Brady, at a certain point, you say, that's not luck, man. He, he won. He was in the Super Bowl so often. He won so many. That key, when I look at Rodgers, I think... Because we're living in the post-Brady world, there's, and he's changed that, there's more pressure on him to win now. Because, you know, he took control right after kind of Brady. I know the situation was different. Brady was a free agent. But Brady took control of his destiny, set it up the way he wanted, won the Super Bowl again, and proved, yo, it's me. I'm the one doing this. So, key to me, I feel like Rodgers got more pressure because of that. No, the pressure of Rodgers came
3: when Mike McCarthy got fired. That's when the pressure, because at that point, Max, four years ago or four seasons ago, the conversation was you're not getting over the hump because you're being held back by your head coach. Mm-hmm. So at that point in time, the, the the noise started to accumulate about Aaron Rodgers not being able to deliver. He's not able to deliver. Oh, he's always, you know, uh, uh, acting as though, He's a diva. He's not delivering. He's not delivering. And over the last three years, they haven't gotten to the Super Bowl since Mike McCarthy's been gone. So that pressure continues to mount. and got even bigger this past offseason a year ago when he was in, I don't know what I want to do, out. Then he comes to training camp. Then he has the issue with the vaccination. That becomes a big issue, put more pressure on him. Then they lose in the first round. Now, guess what? San Francisco goes in there and beats him with Jimmy Garoppolo. More pressure now. All of a sudden, uh, I'm gonna let you know. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna let you know sooner rather than later. More pressure. So he continues to keep adding and stacking
2: the deck for pressure for his own self. Yeah, but see, pressure is only—it's only fitting to the eye of the beholder, right? So I, I, I also feel for Aaron Rodgers. How is now going to be different than what this past year was? For That's me? what I'm asking. Like it's—you're gonna get another- every day. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers every day. So what is he going to say now? Like So the pressure is going to be exactly the same. He has
1: a coach who knows what he's doing, obviously, yeah, at least in the regular it's, it's season.
3: It's hot, though, buddy. It, I know, he,
2: it's hot different. because like we're going to make it hot. But like I don't know for him, it's already been, well, it's hot. Not, it's yeah, already uh, been hot. It's already
3: been hot. You as a player don't feel, at least you as a player, don't admit the pressure, even if you feel it. You don't admit it. He will never admit the stress and the pressure that all of this has caused and it comes with. We, as television personalities who cover sports, we are now looking at it and saying, you got to win. Like Marcus Spears said, you got to win. Yeah. There's no, I, I think you, guys, we're there's no the you win another <laughs> NFC, uh, another MVP. That doesn't mean anything, Max. I, it's I, about the I Super Bowl you. at this point.
1: It's about the Super Bowl, but I really do think that Brady changed the equation. Let me tell you what I mean. Once upon a time, like when we were kids, uh, Jim Kelly – Dan Marino, they just had to get one to get the monkey off their back, right? And Joe Montana won a bunch. He won four. But it, but it still was like, as long as you get that one, one. Brady was in it and won it so many times that it feels to me like the monkey is still on Aaron Rodgers' back. Like one, when you're as good as Aaron Rodgers, is not good enough. And now that they got him the new coach, you're right about the McCarthy thing. He obviously, but it worked. Lafleur, 13 wins every single year. Now you're, you didn't even advance in the playoffs this last year.
3: See, I don't think it's about Brady when you're talking about the one. You're talking about Brett Favre now because – I think that's part of it. Brett Favre, huh? I think that's part of it, yeah. Because Brett Favre got one, mm-hmm. right? And, he'd been to, and he went to two. So you're starting to look at, okay, I'm supposed to be all this, but I can't get to a second Super Bowl when the guy I replaced was able to take him to two. Brady's situation nobody I mean like come on man they, nobody this is no th- it'll I never ne- he's again. never gonna
1: catch Brady but what I mean is but, one doesn't <laughs> feel like it used to anymore it feels like it's not enough for a guy as who, who for a guy who might be the best who ever did it in Aaron Rodgers right yeah
3: but you you you're not gonna be considered the best to ever do it when but, you only got one Super Bowl right? you tied with Patrick Mahomes and uh Brad Johnson and in Drew Brees. This is what I'm saying. Joe Flacco. Yes. But- so, Brett Favre, you all got, got to move to the next stage mm-hmm. and get that second one. Brady, mm-hmm. that's not even in the equation.
2: I, I feel as if, though, like it, it, the target is always going to be moving for Aaron Rodgers. Even if he got two, would that make you content with Aaron Rodgers?
1: I think if he got another one, got that, another would one go, but, that would go a long would that, way. If he got, if he that
3: got that a warrant, second one, it would make a lot of people content with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has only gone
2: to one Super Bowl as a but quarterback. that's exactly my point, that, though, Key. Like, it makes other people content with Aaron Rodgers. And I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers isn't, you know, passionate. I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to win a Super Bowl. But, like, you know, pressure is manufactured by other people about what their expectations are for you. And I'm not saying that he doesn't have expectations to win a Super Bowl, but I already do feel like Aaron Rodgers' legacy is cemented to You degree. know, a oh, no, ever do it. no, no, no. So, okay, if Aaron Rodgers no. never wins another Super Bowl, no. talent-wise, you won't say he's one of the best to ever do it.
3: It, it. One of the best. Yes. He's not trying to be one of I, the I, best. I didn't say that. The, 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 the but, narrative on Aaron Rodgers was never one of the best. The narrative, as Max said two minutes ago, was considered
2: the best. Well, the narrative to around Kevin Durant is he wanted to be the best, but are you, are you not going to call Kevin Durant
1: but, but one so, of the best? Yeah, you are. And, and <laughs> like, it's like talent is obvious. Rodgers, KD, like we'll, this generation will always talk about those guys. But, Jay, as time goes on and, and, and the memory fades of the people who actually experienced a certain era, mm-hmm. people do look it up. And on a radio show 20, 30 years from now, Rodgers only won one Super Bowl, right? Understand. So So, like Dan Marino. Dan Marino still was still going to be around 30 years from now. <laughs> Dan Marino was that dude. Yes. His name does, his of course he gets brought up with the greats, but no one talks about him in the conversation with the goats, right? At even all. though Zilch. even though he should he should. Like Dan Marino was yeah, that
3: good, but, right? But the conversation starts with Dan Marino and it just goes away quickly. Right. You know Dan Marino and they 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 move on to Brady. Key, here's, they move my, on.
1: here's my Brady point. Once upon a time If Marino got at least the one, it would already be different, right? And it used to be one was enough to be there. But Brady so shattered that that now when you look at a talent like Rodgers, you're like, he needs another one.
2: So if he has – so Brady has how how many Super Bowls? Seven. 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 So, like, if Aaron Rodgers gets two, now all of a sudden you're going to be like, well, that puts him, like, no. it, th- that reaches so far away.
1: No, but it takes him out of no, the group. It takes him out of the
2: group. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I hear yeah. you guys.
1: Yeah. It takes him out. It, it puts him in a separate group but that he belongs in, in my opinion, right? Or we'll see if he belongs in it. We're asking at 888 say ESPN, seven two nine three seven seven six. who has more pressure to deliver a Super Bowl now? Russell Wilson, who they traded the farm for, or Aaron Rodgers, who's staying put. We want you to chime in on this conversation. But let's bring in Jen Latta from ESPN Wisconsin. Jen, good morning.
0: Good morning, guys. Anything to talk about today? <laughs> <laughs> We're just
1: talking.
3: Yeah, go you got dude. your dude.
0: Yeah. Can I tell you, here in Wisconsin, there's an overwhelming sense of relief And, of course, celebration. It is special to know that Aaron Rodgers is going to finish his career with the Green Bay Packers, unlike Favre, who went somewhere else. You know, and I think that that played a little bit of a role here in this. He will always be compared to Brett Favre. Now he can be the guy who spent his entire career with Green Bay. But I was listening to your conversation leading into this, guys, and I think you're absolutely right. He's got to win now. Like, you got what you wanted, they've put the pieces around you, whether it's your guy Randall Cobb, whether it's Tom Clements, right? They've listened to you, they've brought you into the fold, and now you have to go out there and perform. Because there's something very different about having one Super Bowl in a 14-year career and one Super Bowl win in an 18-year career. I mean, 18 years is two decades. And if you consider yourself one of the best to ever do it, How do you justify that legacy of one Super Bowl win in 18 years? But, Jen, isn't that the same
2: pressure that's always been on Aaron Rodgers? Hasn't the expectation always been for him to win the Super Bowl, to to be in that next rarefied era? I mean, I know now that he has his new deal, right, that that could be seen as additive, but it's the same thing to me, that it always is for Aaron Rodgers.
0: But don't you feel like that one Super Bowl bought him some time? I mean, there's been nine different teams that have won the Super Bowl in the 11 years since Green Bay won back in 2011, right? So you could make the argument that there is some parity in the league. But if the quarterback position is the most important position on the field, certainly offensively, and he considers himself to be one of the greatest to ever do it, maybe just behind Brady in the, the annals of time, then yeah, you have to be able to put up in the playoffs. You have to be able to show that you win again. So no, I think now he's actually accelerated and increased the pressure on himself because his legacy, if he doesn't win another Super Bowl, will be that he couldn't get it done in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, and by the way, he's so talented. If Rodgers ended his career with three, people put him in the conversation with Brady because they'd be like, "Well, well Brady I, had Belichick all those yeah, years. Look how great." Yeah. If he had three, he would. I think,
3: three, if, he I would think be. if he even won one, that conversation yeah.
1: will, will start to. Start to percolate, yeah. So, so Jen, how convincing – how convinced – like when you say there's this great relief in the area, did people feel like he was going to leave? What was that feeling like?
0: Oh, fans were absolutely preparing themselves for the possibility that he was going to leave. The thing that was weird about it was we couldn't put our finger on – and maybe you guys are are more insight to this – we couldn't put our finger on why he would leave other than a change of scenery, a new fan base to impress – new bosses to impress, right? Because when you looked around the landscape of the league, it didn't make sense that a team would have to give up all of these assets to get a talent like Aaron Rodgers, and then he would be able to make up for that deficiency. Like, that was the strange math equation that I was trying to do, that people around here were trying to do, that I'm sure Aaron Rodgers was trying to do. And look, it was validated yesterday when you saw the hall that went in exchange for Russell Wilson. So all of those pieces would have been given up to get Aaron Rodgers. Was he so convinced and so just believed that he was so talented that no matter what they gave up, he'd be able to make up for that and still make a deep playoff run? I don't know, because I think you looked around and saw what Green Bay had, and if they can, quote-unquote, run it back again, bring back a lot of pieces, maybe put some more talent around him, it looks like the best place to make a deep playoff run and try to win another Super Bowl.
3: Jen, a lot of ESPN Milwaukee co hosts of Jen, Gabe, and Chewy joining us this morning. Are Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Now that this is all, he's there. He's your boy. He's right there. We got the cheesehead going. We're fired up to go. But we have some unfinished business. They got to size some players. They got to move some things around. How do you feel about the team moving forward and getting back to an NFC championship game now?
0: I mean, you have to feel really good about where they are in the division, right? They've been able to prey upon a weak division for years and years and years. Sorry, NFC North. Uh, They have been a perennial top team in the NFC. And when you talk about the salary cap, because I think that's the big elephant in the room, right? We don't know the numbers associated with Aaron Rodgers' deal. So once we figure out how it's going to affect the salary cap, once we figure out how they can bring Devonte Adams back in on an extension on a long-term deal to make him one of the top-paid players at his position, which is what he wants, you've seen them be able to manipulate the numbers, guys. They were able to get like $20 million just by restructuring Kenny Clark and Aaron Jones and David Bakhtiari, there's money out there to manipulate so that they can get under the salary cap. So there's no reason why this team can't be just as good next year as they were this year or even better. When you looked at the Green Bay Packers last year, guys, and I know you feel this way, they beat the Rams. They beat the Bengals, right? They beat the teams that were in the Super Bowl. They should have been there. They just didn't execute when they took on the 49ers, and that's why it was so hard to watch them you know, with the unceremonious early exit in the playoffs because you knew that they were a better team.
2: Jen, what does this say now about the Jordan Love draft pick?
0: Yeah, that's so interesting because I heard yesterday a big narrative about how, oh, it makes it so much more obvious that it was a mistake to draft Jordan Love. And I've never been in that camp, guys. I think drafting and not needing Jordan Love doesn't make him a mistake not drafting him and needing somebody to back up Aaron Rodgers would have made it would have been negligent would have meant that Brian Goodekun in the front office weren't doing their due diligence right like we didn't know that Aaron Rodgers was going to be able to maintain this high level of play and if he had fallen off of a cliff you would have needed somebody there so it's unfortunate but this is how the NFL works right nobody cares work harder get better And if Jordan Love had shown maybe on some of these times where he's had the opportunity to start when Rodgers was out with COVID this past year that he had progressed a little more than people thought, maybe there's a bigger trade market for him. I just don't think they're in a position right now where they can trade this guy because they need somebody on the off chance that something happens to Aaron Rodgers. Do you really want to be like going out and trying to get somebody, or would you rather have somebody who had been studying under Rodgers, who's been getting better, who's been learning, and who you believed in several years ago as the future of your franchise?
3: Jim, we got about 25 seconds. Should they move on from Jordan Love at this point, though?
0: No, I think you hold on to him. I I just don't think think you need – unless you feel like you can get a big haul for him, which I don't know that that's what the market dictates right now because nobody's really seen what he can do. I think you hold on to him just in case. You need, to have a, you need to have a fire extinguisher in case the house starts burning, right?
1: Ooh, I don't know. that's going to get pretty hot in that house, I think, if Jordan Love is still there. <laughs> <laughs> Jen Latta, ladies and gentlemen. Jen, thanks so much for jumping on with us this morning. Always great to talk yeah, to you.
0: Yeah, thanks, guys. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Jen.
1: Thank you. Guys, Jen said the Packers remain the favorite in the NFC North. But of for course. how long? Is it going to be that way now forever, (laughs) now that Rodgers is staying? Should they even still have an NFC North? That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast.